welcome back to What's Up Universe podcast, everybody. We have the lovely Christy Adams here with us today. She is co-owner to Nightmare Toys and Nightmare Cafe. Welcome, Christy. Oh, thank you very much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, ladies. Oh, we're so excited. So why don't you start off and tell us a little bit about yourself? I'm from Illinois. I'm from Illinois, Texas, and Alabama, really. <laughs> you can kind of hear all the accents going on. <laughs> Moved to Alabama when I was 17. And then when I was, what, 40? I'm 44. When I was 40, I opened Nightmare Toys. And then just this past October, I opened Nightmare Cafe. So, and I'm here in Vegas now. I've been here for about two years, a little over two years now. That's really about it. I love horror movies. And yeah. <laughs> No, that's pretty amazing. So Nightmare Toys is only four years old, you said? Five. We opened in 2017 in Alabama. Oh, okay. So you started off there and then why Vegas? Because we we were in Alabama for a few years and the online was going very well. It was booming, but the in-store, you know, wasn't doing anything there. I mean, it is the Bible Belt. <laughs> not, a, I mean, there's horror fans, but not a lot to, to, you know, to do anything with in the in-store profit. So Las Vegas was somewhere that we went to all the time for some other, other events, other conventions, other stuff, and we love it. And so we just thought it would be a better fit for Nightmare Toys and... And it was. It was. It was probably the best decision we could have done was move like uh, Nightmare Toys here to Las Vegas. So. Yeah, I think you're in the perfect location, especially coming yeah. from Alabama. What a great move to put you in the perfect location for this. Tell us yeah. about how you got started with your interest in horror. Well, I've liked horror movies since I was five, so I was very young. Um, it all came from watching Michael Jackson's Thriller video. I love horror movies and I love dancing, and it all came from Michael Jackson. <laughs> like, yeah, he's he's yeah, <laughs> he's my huge influence of everything that I love in life. So yeah, and I just I don't know I watch I love slasher films. Um, it's just something I've I've just done my my whole life. <laughs> so really, the only thing I watch, to be honest with you. <laughs> Right. Now, do you have favorites in terms of movies? I do. So I do love slashers. Um, that is my favorite genre. And April Fool's Day is actually my favorite movie from 19... Really? Yes. Yeah. April Fool's Day. It's it's a funny story because if you've seen it, you know the ending is, mm. you know, so it, yeah, it's not real. When I was a kid and I watched it because I was excited to rent it at the movie or at the video store because I love the cover, of course. <laughs> And then I get home and I watch it and I'm and it's not real. And I was so angry. I was so <laughs> mad at that movie. I hated it. I hated this movie when I was a kid. But it played so much in HBO that I ended up kind of just, you know, I rewatching it anyway. And then I I just I don't know, I just grew in love with it though. Now it's just my favorite movie. I just think it's an epitome of just eighty slashers, um, without even having blood in it too. So yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. I haven't really watched it too many times, but I've definitely seen it one or two times. The good cast. <laughs> a lot of the uh, cast has been in other great 80s movies, too. So it's a really yeah. good cast. I read an interview with you in Las Vegas Weekly, and you talked about the most starstruck you've ever been by a celebrity. And you had said at the time it was Linda Blair. Does that right. still ring true for you? Yes. Yes. I had just done, actually, I just done a podcast two days ago and he asked me the same question and, and I almost start crying talking about it. <laughs> yes. I love Linda Blair. That was, 
I don't know, just to have Linda Blair walk into your store. And I've had many people, you know, Tony Todd, Kane Hodder, Daniel Hill, er everybody I love. I'm just like starstruck with. But I don't know. It's just something about um, Reagan walking in, you know, and I've been watching her and watching Exorcist since, I mean, since that was probably what maybe six or seven <laughs> yeah it so, still really holds up I it would, does I, you know every Halloween or around that time I watch it and it, it still it still holds up pretty well and they're about to do a, they're about to do a remake and supposedly it's going to be a trilogy I don't know about that oh. do you ever go to um Halloween Horror Nights at all at Universal I have not gone no I haven't had any chance to go but they're right. coming here to Vegas oh, oh really Oh, yes. Oh, they just made the announcement just a few weeks ago. Yep, they're having uh, Universal Horror Nights. It's going to be a year-round haunted house, and it'll be here in Las Vegas. Yeah, wow. so I'm, I'm excited about that. That should do business really well for me. I don't know how I missed that. Yeah, I was yeah. just thinking about, um, you were mentioning The Exorcist, and they did a house one time that was The Exorcist a couple years ago, and it was so well done. It seems like something that is right up your alley, and I'm shocked yeah. that you haven't been, but luckily it's coming right to you. Yeah, yeah, it's coming here. Yeah, I'm glad it is. I just, with having the store, Halloween's just a very busy time, so I just can't get to, you know, go have fun like that. I wish I could. <laughs> but Halloween's <laughs> a good time for me, though. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy that they're going to come here and do a whole year-round thing. That's going to be exciting. Can you walk us through a typical day at your store? <laughs> typical day. Um, well, we open at 10, but we all get there a little early and, you know, do all the little cleaning and mopping that we didn't do the night before, docking, getting all the orders ready to go, you know, for to ship, pulling all that stuff and all that. That's that's the morning. Morning's really busy. Um, I don't do shipping anymore. I used to. That was really crazy when I did mm -hmm. all the shipping and answering the phone. And I didn't have any employees. It was me doing all of it. It was crazy. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, I have employees now <laughs> and a manager. But uh, so they do all the shipping and then, you know, we just all turn the horror movies on and just wait for customers to come on in and just start selling stuff and talking to customers. And then we've got the restaurant next door, too. So that's helping out with, you know, people will go eat there and then come over and shop or they shop and go eat, you know, kind of the thing. So, yeah. And going back a little bit, you mentioned that you started all this when you were in your 40s. What yeah. were you doing up until then career wise? Well, I was a dancer. I was a topless dancer, actually. Okay. <laughs> I was. I, I don't know if that's the answer you were looking for, but that's what I was. <laughs> it is what it is. Wow. Tell yeah. us about that. I was. Yes. Um, from the time um, when I start, I started when I was 22, actually. Um, you know, things in life happen, and I was young, and I had gotten married but got divorced, and I had a kid and stuff. So um, I just kind of had to do what I had to do. And I started when I was 22. So I danced for 17 years. Wow. I was a, yeah, I was a dancer for 17 years, actually. <laughs> and um, me and my boyfriend actually started Nightmare Toys. He is like the business guy. I'm the horror chick. So it kind of works. And one day I was just like, look, I can't do the club stuff anymore. I'm getting older and, you know, I'm about to hit 40 and I can't do it and I don't want to do it. And he was like, well, let's. Let's open you up a collectible store because I was just something I like to do. He's like, well, let's open you a collectible store so you have something to do. This was my something to do. We're now here in Vegas and we now have a restaurant. <laughs> my something to do blew up. <laughs> in five years? That's astonishing. Yeah. Yeah. He told me, he was like, all right, you got to get on, you know, because he had he has other businesses too that he's he was also running at the time. Actually, we had owned strip, he owned strip clubs. So, <laughs> okay. 
We sold the strip clubs to move to Vegas. But uh, he told me, he was like, look, you got to get on social media. You got to really like do, you know, network. And I was like, okay. So when I was at the club there for a couple of years, I didn't dance, but I was door girl for a little while mm -hmm. before things really got, you know, hot and heavy with the uh, nightmare toys. So I was door girl. So I'd sit there at the door five dollars please and then i sit there and just start networking with everybody in the horror community <laughs> as i'm sitting in yeah. the strip club and i just became friends with everybody went into all the groups and social media is key that's what i tell everybody you know if you're not into social media um whatever you're trying to promote or do or sell or whatever you've got to do social media you've got to stay on top of it so your pages are fantastic it seems <laughs> like you. you do you have a team or do you run them all yourself me it's me yeah i do all my pages and then i do nightmare toys i did uh, nightmare toys instagram i was on the facebook but i don't have facebook anymore so i'm not on the facebook and then philip he's my boyfriend he's the other owner um he kind of runs the youtube a little bit and then i've got my manager doing the tiktok it's a lot <laughs> it takes a lot out of my day <laughs> It's a lot on one person, even with your boyfriend's help. And what's so interesting, yeah. going back to your social media, is you've incorporated your past with feeling empowered and sexy and still doing those photo shoots that make you feel good onto your social media. And I think that's very empowering. MK and I are in our 30s, and we talk all the time about aging and how that's looked upon. And I think it's so great to see another woman in their 40s still embracing that part of themselves hey. and rocking it. Thank you so much. I'm I'm hoping that's what I'm portraying to to young ladies, you know, that you can still you can be successful and you can still be sexy and hot at any age and do anything at any age. So that's what I'm trying to portray to everybody. I, and I hope that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm 44 now, so. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you for being that influence. And let's move on to your restaurant a little bit. Tell us about why you decided, heck, I have this one store. Why don't I open a restaurant? Why a restaurant? Okay, so we just want to stay one step ahead of everybody, right? So we were just like, what can we do next? We moved the store to Vegas. That's established. Everybody knows Nightmare, or, well, most everybody knows Nightmare Toys. And, you know, it's established and all that. What can we do next to stay ahead of everybody? Because now it's kind of like getting to a point. There's a few more little stores popping up here and there in other states. And a few other people here doing this and doing that now. So I have to stay, stay ahead of everybody. And so we thought of a restaurant bar. When we had had the clubs, we had a kitchen in it. So we already knew food business and we already knew kitchen. And I, I think some people were like, well, how do they know how to do all the restaurant stuff? But we already <laughs> had that background. So yeah. we already knew how to, you know, set up a kitchen and all that stuff. So, yeah, we just we we're just like, yeah, let's just try it out because we just thought there wasn't there's not like really too much of a horror themed bar restaurant here. There's a nerd bar that's like all nerdy, I think like a millennium fandom bar, which is, you know, all fandoms. And yeah, so that's why we kind of did it to have some kind of spooky bar restaurant around here in Vegas. I don't know why there wasn't already one. <laughs> There's a little, there is a pizza place next to the Sawscape room though. It's right next door so you can eat, drink, and shop in one spot. When did you open the restaurant? It was recently, correct? Yes, it was in October. October 3rd was the day that we opened. Uh, we did want to open um, a year before that, actually, but you know, COVID <laughs> kind yeah. of put um, a damper on shipping. And we were waiting literally for a year for the glass garage doors that are on the front of our store. So we were supposed to open a year before that. And uh, yeah, just waiting on those those garage doors were 
was kind of a nightmare because <laughs> you're having to pay rent for nothing too while you're waiting for a year for garage doors <laughs> so that was a nightmare but uh we got opened october 3rd of this show this last year so it's been good though it's been busy <laughs> yeah so did you come up with the menu names and the drink names not me our cook did Corey. his name's Corey. Uh, he's awesome. He's a horror fan, too. Everybody's horror fans that's in the restaurant and store, of course. No, he actually was the one that came up with everything. He came up with all the food, the names, the drinks, everything. And then, you know, kind of like right now, like all the bartenders are kind of coming up with their own kind of drink, maybe to add for this, you know, for this event or that event. So everybody kind of does that. Um, the only thing I had any influence on was my drink, and that's the Christy Lemon Drop. <laughs> that's, on there. that's all I ever drink are lemon drops. I'm not too much of a drinker, so... Uh, you can come in and have a raspberry Christy lemon drop. So, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of you know feminism and and you've started this store and you're doing such a great job independently owning this as, as a female plus your boyfriend obviously but you really you're the the look behind all of it. Who are some other women in horror that have inspired you? Oh man, oh there's so many. Jamie Lee Curtis, of course. You know because she's the scream queen. I mean, you, mm-hmm. I mean you can't like you know not answer that and not say jamie lee curtis of course her barbara crampton Hmm. love her i love barbara she's such a great actress and she's so gorgeous who else has inspired me sigourney weaver sigourney weaver yeah because she she's such a strong woman yes love her there's so many (laughs) there are if i'm switching gears a little bit to halloween i know that halloween of course is another one of your favorite things and best time of the year let's be honest oh yeah what's your favorite halloween costume that you've ever had (laughs) cookie monster when (laughs) yes i was cookie monster and i was like four that was back in the day (laughs) y'all aren't gonna remember this but that was back in the day where we had just a little plastic mask that you couldn't breathe out of and then the little plastic cape thing that you just put on and that was it that was your costume like all the costumes were like this plastic mask and this plastic like thing you'd put over you and then that's it that's your that's your costume so yeah it was I was cookie monster and I just loved it because I loved cookie monster yeah (laughs) you would think it'd be something scary um but no that was a really good Halloween so cookie monster (laughs) (laughs) thought you're gonna say oh last year I was cookie monster yeah no (laughs) no (laughs) last year I was some dark princess thing what I don't know what you wanted to call me last year <laughs> so I did want to bring up Joe Bob. I have my Monster oh, Vision shirt on. Oh, I saw that birthday. I yes, so I saw that you posted that it's his birthday. So you've met him? Yes, a few times. Yes. Oh my gosh, with Diana or yes. like is he? It, oh oh yeah, gosh. they're always together. They're always together. I, I've never seen them separate. To be honest with you, they're always together whenever they do conventions. So yeah, I've seen them at a few conventions that um that you know I've been to with Nightmare Toys and stuff. Yeah. times um i've talked to them about doing a signing in the store we've talked about that and then i'll go ahead and say this on y'all's show they are going to be doing their the their halloween show here in vegas next year and they had already well actually it was darcy that had recommended nightmare toys to like i don't know like their management or who's ever in charge of that had told them about yeah 
told them about nightmare toys and they immediately the, the day that Darcy and um, Joe Bob had announced that that the that the Jamboree is going to be here in uh, Vegas next year their people called us at the store it was really it was <laughs> yeah it was weird I know <laughs> hi this is you know I was like what and yeah, so they want us to help sponsor it and uh, be a part of the Jamboree. Yeah. That is huge excited. news. And it's all because of Darcy. She recommended us, is what they said on the phone. So Darcy. Actually, Hershey's very nice. She is so sweet. They both are. They're both, if you see my picture, they're both very tall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm very short, though, but uh, they're both very nice people, very sweet people. They always have a huge line wherever they go. Everybody loves Joe Bob and Darcy. I've been watching Joe Bob yeah. since remember <laughs> me too i know i loved monster vision obviously yeah, monster my, vision, my, yep. my favorite is the maximum overdrive one yeah oh yeah that's a good one that was a good movie <laughs> yeah i love that it was um, fun seeing him in casino when casino came out you're like oh my god it's joe bob yep <laughs> <laughs> well you just mentioned conventions can you tell us what your favorite convention to attend is or if you've had a favorite year oh yeah normally most of the time, Texas Frightmare is a huge one, and that's a big one. And I've been doing that one since 2018. Well, I've been going to that one since 2018, and the Nightmare Toys has been doing that one since 2020. That's huge. That one is like, everybody that goes to that one, when they say it's like Texas Frightmare family, it like really is. I don't know. Have y'all been to Texas Frightmare or anything? Have y'all? No. It's just, I mean, it's just, it's so just... Like, everybody just so supportive of each other. And everybody's just like, hey. Like, everybody that goes, goes every single year. And everybody just knows everybody. And it's like one big, huge family. Um, That one's huge. Uh, They have a lot of good guests. They're having John Carpenter this year. So that's going to be really insane. The other one that I have really enjoyed, which was new last year. And this one is actually coming up in a couple weeks, is CreepyCon. Which is in Ontario, California. They had their first one last year. And it was an amazing show it's in this huge in the convention center and it was well organized everybody that was working the convention was extremely nice and were very informative tons of guests tons of vendors and that one was very good i was highly impressed with that one for it being their first year and so they're the it's coming up on the fourth and fifth so we'll be there at that one how many vendors would you say that you pick up at a time based on the conventions? How many vendors are there? Like yeah. when you go and you decide, like, I like their items and I'm going oh. to purchase their items for my store. How many vendors would you say on average you do that with per convention that you find? At conventions, we usually like, usually it's me buying stuff for myself. <laughs> okay. That's usually me walking around buying buying stuff. But some of the products that we do carry in the store, some of them do vend at conventions. And then we'll ask them, like Halloween Shirt Company, that's a perfect one to, for an example. Halloween Shirt Company, they do some conventions that we do. And then what we'll do, like at the end of the convention, we'll like, hey, you know, whatever you have left over, we'll just buy from you and we'll take back. Okay. We do that a lot. But usually at conventions, I'm walking around for my for my collection. <laughs> So is the plan at these couple conventions to try to get some podcasts with guests? I know that you said that recently on your page that you wanted to do that. Yeah, yeah. That's what we were just recently talking about. So yeah, we're going to start doing that too. And just seeing if we can see if some of them will just, you know, take, you know, 20, 30 minutes out really quick just to start editing that into some of our podcasts because we need to have some guests on. So yep, Mm -hmm. hopefully we we can get that done. (laughs) I know a few that 
that should that will be able to do it though. <laughs> Who do you want to have? Oh, I know Felissa will do it. She, I love Felissa. Felissa Rose. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, that's fun. <laughs> I know she'll do it. I should have asked Tony Todd when he was here. That is the nicest, sweetest man. And you know he's can- Candy Man, and he's so tall and so big. Like him and Derek Mears are just huge guys, and they portray these scary guys, but they're like the most sweetest men you'll ever meet, and just so humble and just soft spoken. It's like you're really Jason, <laughs> you know? I love them. They're just nice guys. Tell us how you started the podcast. Speaking of the podcast, that was just another another something we were just like, you know what, we got to do something else besides just being a store. And our YouTube was doing good as far as you know, unboxing videos or me just kind of doing videos and showing product or whatever. I had been on another podcast beforehand, um, actually with my manager. Me and him and two other guys were on another podcast for a couple of years, and then that kind of just disassembled it's not around anymore and then and then I asked my manager he wasn't my manager at the time he was living in Ohio but we'd done this podcast together and we were friends and then I got him to move here and be my manager (laughs) and now we're doing our own podcast together so Brian is who I'm talking about my manager that I do the podcast with um yeah it was just it was just one of those ideas we're like you just got to do something something new and something different and since we had already done one we're like we need to do our own so we just started that I think we're gonna um might do some of the podcast sometimes in the restaurant too. I think we've been talking about that just to change it up a little bit. So if our audience wants to listen to your podcast and they're interested in what you have to say, what's the name of your podcast and how many episodes do you have right now? It's Nightmare Podcast. It's on our YouTube, which is Nightmare Toys or anywhere you podcast. Um, And we just did, we just put out 60, number 63. Great. Yeah, that just went out today, actually. (laughs) I wanted to touch base on the scream section you mentioned. How's that coming along? Oh, it's it's coming along. I've got a bunch of lights coming. Um, and I'm going to like uh, put some black tarp over like where all the products are. So like you're going to so you're going to like it's going to be like a little walkthrough in a way of how it's how it's going to be all set up. Um, and then red lights all making it all spooky and stuff. I just have to wait on Fun World to send me more Ghostface stuff. <laughs> That's going to be a minute though, because they said like anywhere from June after is when they'll start shipping stuff. So it's going to be a while. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Fun World takes a while. <laughs> what but yes. Yeah. Say- I mean, um, you do all these things, which is so impressive to me. What would you say is the most challenging part about managing the, or not managing because you have managers, but running an overseeing your restaurant, your podcast, your social media, and your store. Oh man. And then I have the OnlyFans too. <laughs> so I'm doing all of that. Wow. Doing all the content creating for everything, I think. Since I do have all those platforms and all that, doing all the content creating and doing the social media and um, you know, answering emails and all that kind of all that kind of stuff and having to deal with with that is a huge challenge, to be honest. It, it usually takes me about anywhere from four to six hours every morning to do my social media. Like I literally get up in the morning, have a cup of coffee, sit down, and I'm doing it for about four to six hours. And I'm posting and answering all, I answer all my messages on all social media. So that takes a minute. <laughs> 
Oh. Okay, so I thought I was alone because I, I ran a memes page for a long time and I uh-huh. would tell MK I got up at 5 a.m. and I would run my memes page for the first hour of the day. And I was like, am I alone in this? That it was like the first thing I would do in the morning for, you know, a certain amount of time. But no, that's what you're doing too. Yep. I'm literally talking to everybody. I'm still in my pajamas having my coffee. <laughs> yep. I'm talking to everybody. And I, God, I don't even get dressed and get to work until sometimes about 11, 12 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, 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 it's a whole job in itself. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, no joke. We've realized that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As two people that split the work, it's still a yeah. lot of work. And I think what MK and I end up getting hung up on the most is what you just mentioned with social media content creation. Mm-hmm. Like when we don't actively have podcast content to post, it's like, okay, well, what can we post this week? And that's a job in and of itself coming up with the ideas, not just the posting. Thank you. That's what I've been trying to tell everybody. It is. It, it, it is. Because I'll spend an hour just trying to think of something, do the pictures or whatever it is I'm putting together and then post it. It can take up into an hour, an hour and a half just to do one post. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Switching gears just a little bit because I got to know about what's behind you, Christy. Can you point out a couple of objects and what they mean and why you got them? Oh, yes. Okay. So everything behind me is pretty much Halloween 3 because I love Halloween 3. It's my third favorite movie. Although it it changes, my favorite movies change a lot though. In sure, order. but it's about my third or fourth favorite movie. Um, and I've carried pretty much, pretty much everything that you see behind me. I've carried in my store at one point in time. You got the Trick or Treat Studios mask and the Mezco Living Dead dolls. Um, and these posters are from Spook House Designs. They're really nice posters. And then in my um, cases, I have Toonie Terrors and Scooby Doo. Oh, they're on each side. I don't know if I can see. Yeah, on each side, Toonie Terrors, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> so it's like a whole thing behind me. Toonie Terrors, Scooby-Doo, and H3. <laughs> yep. When you were coming up with the idea of Nightmare Toys and your boyfriend mentioned that you like collectibles, what did your collection look like at that point? Okay, so at that point, it wasn't real huge because before... Um, how do I say this? Before me and uh, Philip got together, I had a whole other life, right? So I wasn't collecting before then. I didn't really start collecting until I got with him. So it wasn't real huge, but I was getting there. I probably had like a room full of stuff. Now I have a loft and two rooms and a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> but I had probably just a room full of stuff at that point in time, though. <laughs> you have like scooby-doo collectibles behind you which is one of my favorite shows from childhood uh christy have you seen the new velma show i have not not yet yeah i know that's what everybody's telling me that's why i haven't done it i was like oh no i hope she has it because it like ruins everything it's so bad (laughs) so i'm like i don't need to watch that (laughs) the teen wolf movie just came out on paramount plus i'm excited to watch that because i really enjoyed that tv series yeah, that was a good oh, one. Oh, I had I didn't realize that. I'll have to check yeah. that out. Yeah, yeah. It just I'm, I'm sorry. I just changed. I went from Scooby Doo to Teen Wolf. <laughs> it just came out on Paramount Plus. I think yesterday. Then my daughter messaged me and she's like, "Hey, Teen Wolf's on Paramount Plus." <laughs> and she went and watched it real late last night. And she said she loved it. So, are your kids into the same things that you are? Yes, yes. I just I have the one daughter. Um, she still lives in in Alabama. She's 24. So yeah, she's into horror. She's she's nerdy though. She's into everything. 
So she likes all kinds of nerdy things, plus horror and, and gaming. She likes to, you know, play video games and all that. So she's kind of into everything. Mm-hmm. But she's into movies, though, just like me. <laughs> yeah, I saw that you you straightened up your collection a little bit. And I was, like, looking at which movies you had. I was like, oh, I got that one. We could talk about that one. We could talk about that one. <laughs> but I will say how much I love your T-shirts. That's oh, the one you. thing on my own page I try to, like, what cool t-shirt can I wear? Like my Monster Vision shirt or like any kind of horror theme pop culture shirt. And you have the best collection I've ever seen. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. I really love actually, you know, I have all the figures and stuff, but my favorite thing to collect is actually shirts and physical copies of movies. Those are my two things to, to uh, favorite things to collect, really. <laughs> but I love toys. But yeah, I love uh, my shirt collection's pretty extensive. I probably need an- another closet at this point in time. <laughs> but you know what I do? The good thing about me having the store, though, so this is what I do. After a while, I'll go through all my shirts. I'm like, okay, I've got to get rid of a few. So I'm able to take old shirts and I resell them in my store. And we have a little just $5 used clothing section and so everybody can come in and get what was a shirt in my collection you can come purchase one because it's usually my shirts that i'm selling anyway and they all they sell like hotcakes all the time because i might be getting rid of a really good cavity colors one or a fright rags one or something you know they sell like hotcakes so yeah i have a little section just a five dollar section that's my section to to get rid of re-get rid of my shirts that i have in my collection because most of the time I'm only wearing them once, once or yeah. twice at the time. <laughs> I love that as a way to prevent waste. Well, let's just pass it on. And people love yeah. shirt collections like that. I know so many people in my yeah. own life that thrift for items like that. Yep. Yep. And then Philip, he'll take his shirts. Now he wears like the expensive John Barbados shirts that are like $120 or like lucky shirts that are like 60 to 80. And he'll, he'll put them in that $5 thing too gone just mm. gone yeah they they love that five dollar section <laughs> like doing that then like throwing them away or you know or just taking them to um you know salvation army because the people are coming to my store are horror fans so they're going to enjoy the shirt next so I think it's a fantastic idea. And what would your advice be for somebody that says, this is really interesting to me. I have a niche that I'd like to open a store under what's your advice for opening something like that? This is my advice for everybody. Again, I said it earlier, social media is key. You have got to be consistent. Consistency is key. I cannot tell you how many people um, that I've met at like conventions, like smaller vendors or something, you know, and they always kind of praise me about my content and me just always being on top of it. And I'm like, well, you know, you got to be if you want to sell whatever you're selling, whatever if, if it's your podcast or an item or whatever it is, uh, you just have to be consistent on social media because if you're not, I mean, I just don't, you're not going to be successful. I mean, because social media is the marketing of mm-hmm. what we're doing nowadays. That's the marketing. You have to do it. But I'll get a lot of smaller vendors like, oh, I just hate doing it. I don't want to do it. Uh, well, I mean, that's how you're going to sell stuff. You know, so you, you just you just have to do it. Just gotta suck it up, buttercup. That's what I say. I just do it. <laughs> That's my country coming out. <laughs> so what would you say? I know that you have a lot of autographed material in your store. What is the coolest autograph item you've ever seen? Oh, 
like that I've sold or autographed yes. item that I've just seen? I guess okay. both. Why no. not? Okay. So sold. Oh, I'm trying to think because I've had lots of things. Probably the the machetes, the Jason machetes, because this was kind of funny. So we have an agent, too, that we just sometimes, if we're not having a signing, that we just purchase autograph stuff from. So we were purchasing some machetes that Warrington, what was it, Warrington? Or no, who was it? Was it CJ? I'm sorry, there's so many Jasons. I'm trying to remember who it was. <laughs> I think no, it was CJ. I think it was CJ. Yeah, okay, so we were purchasing machetes. And we were going to have CJ sign them because we had CJ in the store. The agent brought the wrong machetes and brought machetes that were already signed by Kane. But we already purchased them. Ha ha ha. (laughs) So now we were able to sell machetes signed by CJ and Kane. Kane. Those went like hotcakes. I mean, that that was pretty cool. Autograph thing that Linda Blair, when she came... This uh, guy who comes to a lot of my signings, he brought his motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And there are pictures. There might there might be pictures, or I can always send pictures. I have pictures and video. Brought his motorcycle, gorgeous motorcycle, airbrushed with a bunch of horror movie characters all over it. And, of course, she's on there. Reagan was on there. And the, so we got video and pictures of her signing his motorcycle. And then he was going to go back and get it, like, painted, you know, over to so it's permanent, like, real permanent, you know, with the paint. So... That was a moment because I swear to you, there were people walking on the sidewalk and everybody stopped. <laughs> everybody was around this motorcycle and she's outside signing it. And that was pretty freaking cool. That was neat. Well, we would love if you would send us the pictures because I add pictures to my podcast throughout the video podcast just so people can see what we're talking about. I would love to add a photo of that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll look that up. If people want to connect with you, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? You can look me up, uh, Nightmare Christie on Instagram. Uh, I'm under Nightmare Christie under all of my social media, so that's pretty easy. Um, I do have a link tree too on my Instagram. You can hit to, and it goes to all of my stuff. I have my Instagram, Twitter, OnlyFans, LowellFans, Minivids, and then Nightmare Toys has Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. <laughs> and it's all under <laughs> and YouTube. The works. <laughs> Either Nightmare Toys or Nightmare Christine, you can find everything. You are one hardworking, super sweet, fun person to talk to. I'm just captured by you. I think you're very charismatic. Thank you so much. If you guys are in the Vegas area, be sure to look up and stop by Nightmare Toys. Chrissy, we appreciate you and my cat who has been climbing all over me and knocking (laughs) over stuff. Really appreciates you uh, stopping by the podcast. And we look forward to following you and seeing what else you do. We have a few more things up our sleeve, so be on the lookout. Well, we'll stay tuned. And in the meantime, guys, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of What's Up Universe, and we'll be back soon. Bye!